Point Hammer is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. Hammer. What is going on, everybody? This is Point Hammered episode yo, yo, yo. 54. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Come on, man. <laughs> live from Hastings Wood Studio. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Call, oh. it, call it Hastings Wood because I actually have an erection right now. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> nice. Raj here. Yeah. Bar her. And Johnny here. I have to say that I offered to pick up the legend on my way over. And he responded back in a text saying that he couldn't because he had to paint for the snotling. (laughs) (laughs) He was too busy. (laughs) Well, I seen that fucking big old weird, what's that that big chariot thing called? The cathedral? (laughs) I don't know, man. Sepulchral dick nose. I don't know what it's fucking about. <laughs> I'm mixing my armies up. But Big misty chariot that does stuff. Yeah. Coven throne or the mortise engine. Wow, Bear's yeah. coming in what with some Warhammer knowledge for us. <laughs> Warhammer tournament it. organizer. I have to own all the books. Nice. All right. Well, anyways, today is February 19th, 2012. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a nice fucking mild winter night here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 trying to scratch the table. A couple kitty Bullet! paws popping up hey, there. Who's a naughty? Same. Get out of here. Fucking animal. Broadwurst body. You got a little broadwurst for a body. <laughs> Legs and a head and a tail sticking off of it. <laughs> the fuck's been going on, boys? What have you been working on? Not too much. I finished the scenarios for Wapaka. 2013. <laughs> oh, yeah. As far as they'll go, I'll, you gonna I'll t- take those? a look at them <laughs> around Raj Podge time and kind of look at that and scrap most of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yourself in the ass for being stupid and redo it. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I went over the rest of the pack as well. So kind of the last thing to flesh out before the Wapaka madness has ceased is the, the team tourney <laughs> stuff. So on the forums, Groznik Gorgut, he's from North Carolina, he's... He said that when they do the team stuff, they just pick the top three scores from each team and then calculate the average based off that. So what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't think it would hurt to drop the highest and lowest, but when most of our teams were two or three guys. No, they just take the top three scores and tabulate the average Uh, from that. Okay, so if it is only two or three, everybody gets counted. Mm -hmm. It's all right. Yeah. Bear? Mm, I don't know. Shaking his head. Minimizes the curve some. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the whole rank bonus idea, too, though. Just for, I'm th- wondering if that would sway it too much in favor of the big teams, then. Probably. I've because heard a couple couple teams talking about how they're going to split up next year yeah, so as to get rid of the fucking low scores. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we got some ideas about that. I just figure that douchebags who you know would do that sort of thing, maybe they should just step up their game and make up for the low scores. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have you been doing any modeling, Raj? Yeah, I've been doing some modeling. I think the last time we talked about my snotling dreams, yeah. they have faded to dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about it, and I kind of just dove right in, and that's what I've done on other projects and kind of get, I don't know, tired of them or lose my drive. So I'm going to step back on this one and kind of do what I did with the Wood Elves, where I actually thought about how I wanted to do everything beforehand. Yeah. 
because for this not laying then, I was thinking about painting up models and doing stuff that I wasn't really even wanting to use in a full, like, 2,000-point, yeah. 2,400-point list. clarify for everybody, the Snotling is a 1,000-point tournament. Yep, 1,000-point tournament. Me and the legend are going, so he's taking VC, and I will be borrowing Chad Hansen's orcs. <laughs> the best. Because <laughs> they is the best. Well, you should yes. automatically win then, seeing as Chad Hansen's running the tournament. Yeah, I clarified with him. I could still win. He will let me. Because it's based purely off victory points. Nice. Which I'm sure to accumulate many. My <laughs> yeah. orcs. All right. So I'm taking a, th- a thousand points. I'm taking... A mangler squig, a doom diver, <laughs> doom. one goblin chariot, okay, like a 20-pack squig herd, maybe like 12 squigs, 10 squigs, 10 night goblins, something like that. Yeah. I got 20 night goblins, just nothing but bows on them. And a couple fucking fanatics? No, there's no points for fanatics, uh. but it's closed list. And this will be released after the tournament. So I'm going to pretend like there's fanatics in there and, and deployments and stuff. So I'm try and, you know, psych them out. The fucking metagame comes into play. Yeah. And then I'll have a Night Gobbo Shaman in there with the Dispel Scroll. Okay. And a ruby ring of rubens. <laughs> nice. So is a Shaman just the Wisconsin version of a Shaman? <sighs> um, yeah, a Shaman. Not Wisconsin. It's more of a Midwest version. <laughs> <laughs> and then... 19 Savage Orcs, Biggins, with two hand weapons, led by uh, Orc Warboss, with the Armor of Gork. And when I saw the Armor of Gork, I knew that I had to have it. (laughs) It gives your Orc General D6 impact hits. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing it does is plus D3 toughness Uh, at the start of every turn. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And it's 100 points. So I'm thinking like 10% of my plan. <laughs> <laughs> the armor of Gork here. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be able to charge someone. <laughs> surprise them with my impact hits. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully you won't just bicker every turn and get charged. Yeah. It'll be interesting to, to see how that all works. All right. So back to the modeling that you haven't been doing. <laughs> you're trying to avoid the question no, of been, what you've been working on or what? Yeah, I've been doing some stuff, so yeah, putting together some things. Still fucking on the DL, like Bear yeah, here? Yeah, <laughs> probably on the next one. Yeah. I'll be ready to reveal and time it with some Magnificent Bastard blog posts so everybody can see what I'm doing. Okay. But Let's... right now, I'm actually, I drew out my display board, how I wanted it to look. You're already working on that, huh? When's you, when are you going to try and have, well, how many points are you shooting for? 2,400. For bits? Blood in the sun. Blood in the bloody doing sun. Is, doing it again. A new army. <laughs> this is it. This is my life. Yeah, Brad just seen Twelve more now, years. So. Twelve new armies. <laughs> <laughs> no longer needs to put up with a chick. <laughs> All he wants is war hammers, his wife. <laughs> my mistress. She can finally move in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. She's that's cool to then. Stay. We'll get fucking more on that as the army develops and shit gets done. Yeah. And he wants to let the proverbial cat out of the bag. The bully out of the bun. Yeah. I know the legend, he's got his skellies done. And last weekend we were working on stuff and he finished the Felbats, which are Pegasus Knights, all zombified. Yeah. So, and then he had just put together and did a base coat on his big coven throne. <laughs> so I assume he's in the throes of 
Oh, that thing looked like it's plus. It looked like it sucked the paint, but he had the thing completely assembled, and he's going to try and paint it that way. Um, the yeah, everything but the cage on top. Yeah. was assembled. I was looking so. at that like, oh my god, well, dude. That ethereal stuff. That's not a big deal. <laughs> Bear bar bar. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been uh doing some research into making my ogre new ogre list for uh, Adepticon and Blood in the Sun. Also, okay. kind of trying to kind of sort out too, like what modeling, what kind of modeling I'm going to do because I want to theme them like uh, more of a chaos ogre army. So, like I say, somewhere down the line, I can maybe branch out and use some of those models in a Warriors of Chaos Excellent. army as well. So you're essentially going to start from scratch on ogres, or you yeah, can, basically. You had about a thousand points built once upon a time, but didn't you sell those? Yeah, but those are all corn themed. I don't really want to go with a. Corn holders? Corn holder theme, yeah. Yeah. You want to so, go the Nerg holders? I don't know. I'm just going to pretty much just go Chaos Undecided kind of theme. Slandman. Okay. So. If you need any ogres that have been half converted to be taller than regular ogres <laughs> and supremely well based, you should let me know. That goes for anybody else out there, too. <laughs> no, I like to do all my modeling myself, so. Well, these guys are super rough cut. <laughs> Although 10 years from now, I'd still be trying to take credit. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'll be doing it myself. So So I'm just kind of trying to, I'm hoping by the end of the month here to have like a models list and put in a big order with either Chris here in town or some website where I can get a decent decent discount. They're still discounting. I think he's still doing 20%. Yes, so, he is. Yeah, if he's still no doing 20%, page, I'll probably so. do that. No if you call page. him and tell him you want to order a couple hundred bucks worth of shit, I'm sure he will accommodate you. Yeah, so, but yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with an ultra douchey list for the Adepticon 3,000-point tourney, and then <laughs> a little more well-rounded list yeah. for Bud and the Sun's 2,400 points. So. We were discussing at the Indian Cuisine restaurant Syrab last night. Yeah. I liked your douchey. Douchey Slaughtermaster Bear. I was really <laughs> proud you. of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he pulled that off the internet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we got to start, you know, instead of just painting shit because it looks cool, we got to yeah. start painting to win. You got two Slaughtermasters. You got one to spare, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, otherwise, I've been putting up some blog, getting some blog posts done for the Magnificent Bastards. So, yeah, mostly nice. about a yeah. table table making and prize making for Wapaka. I get pissed on there because when you're a part of the blog you can see all the scheduled posts mm-hmm. but you can't actually see what they are you can't go in, <laughs> you just see the title yeah. and I see the title I'm like oh that sounds pretty interesting but it doesn't fucking click for me so I have to wait <laughs> the scheduled time to fucking see it it really chaps my hide yeah I had it coming out I originally scheduled them for every other day and then uh, Joe gave me some wise well, some wise advice that perhaps people would be more interested in seeing and more just a weekly post by the bear instead of a bunch all in one week and then nothing for one two months. Week of bear posts. <laughs> <laughs> two, two months. I go with the former. Big fucking spurts. <laughs> and then a refractory period. <laughs> so, so, yeah, hopefully I'll keep that up and I probably should be able to keep up the ones at one a week. Uh, yeah, because I've already kind of thought out on. Um, well, I'm going to make some shields for us, so I'm going to do a tutorial on how to make a shield. Yeah. And I've also got an axe I need to make for for a fella. and uh, Ryan Nickel? For a yep. fella we're going to talk to later in this cast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So I might do a little tutorial. Not that anybody will ever want to repeat what I'm doing for that, but I think people might find it interesting to see how it's done. They'll be excited to try and do it, and then they'll read through the process, and then they'll change their mind. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, some what of the fuck things. Is up with the bear, <laughs> And then I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna add, you know, probably one or two tables for Wapaka next year, and I'm gonna try to get an early start on them and do a step by step process, you know, start oh, to finish okay. on the table. Um, like, uh, like a nice table, probably an ogre theme table, because I've been wanting to do an ogre theme table and mountainous mm-hmm. or what. Yeah, I've got some ideas. Okay, so the bear I know would never start early on anything. I think you gotta wait until. Like January first, start building the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it during when it's above freezing out for a change, so I can just work on it in my garage without having to worry about yes. everything freezing. <laughs> I believe you can do it, Bear. This is a new Bear. <laughs> this is Elmer's this is an glue. Energize Bear. Gallon freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> You gotta swish it around in your mouth until it. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's never the same after it freezes. It gets all weird and clumpy and <laughs> coagulates a bit. Yeah, it's just bad. All right. Anything else you care to talk to? No, no. Uh, right. you, uh, I too have been building lists. I think I got my three thousand adep- point adepticon list nailed down. Fuck beast men. And I'm also going to see how that tournament goes and perhaps evolve it a bit for uh, the Midwest Rampage. And Plus, it's going to be based on what models I can get done in between Adepticon and the Midwest Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking caveat there. But other than that, I'm still working on the Minotaur Riders for the Bull Ogre Morn Fang Razor Gore Chariots. <laughs> it's a real mouthful. <laughs> but... They're coming along. It's time to start highlighting skin, and it's been time to start highlighting skin for about four days, and I have not been able to pick up a brush. <laughs> I'm also working on 11 knoblars for the Four-day streak of, of not painting? No, all I've been doing is working on... I decided I need six more bestigore as well uh, yeah. in the old Chaos Warrior slash Gore uh, combination. So I built six of those, and I put a tutorial up on the Magnificent Bastards blog. Uh, details on how to build those little bastards. So some conversation over on the Herdstone form about that. So mm-hmm. just kind of worked out at the right timing. So I figured I'd help those boys out as much as a shitty tutorial can. But um, mm-hmm. so, anyways, I've been painting eleven knoblars, some fucking Mornfang, <laughs> chariot tears, and uh, got a few games against the legend. My first games with the Ogre Kingdoms, <laughs> thousand points versus his thousand points of VC. And at first I thought that a 50-man block of Skellies was pretty intimidating until I got into combat with it, <laughs> with Ogres. <laughs> Fucking, the first game I tried to play really offensive against him, so I just ran everything straight at him, and uh, he just kept trying to fucking back up, and I don't really know what he was going for. He didn't have any extra Skellies, so he couldn't raise any. He was any. a little nervous. Yeah. I've never seen these Ogres up close. He's on the, the back foot. So... Uh, Anyways, once the ogres touch the skellies, the skellies pretty much disintegrate, and the Mornfang are nigh on unkillable by skellies. Yeah. The second game, I charged four Mornfang. The champ already had two wounds, and one of the other guys had two wounds. So it would have been easy for him to kill two models in the unit. Um, so I slammed in there, did, I don't know, 
fuck ton of fuck ton of hits and a fuck ton of wounds, like maybe nineteen wounds or something. He was not able, but he still got all his attacks because it was Simo. He was not able to do a single wound back on the Morn Fang, and he was rolling decent. So uh, those guys are just fucking awesome with the armor save. So some bones were ground to make some ogre bread. Yeah. Oh for sure, it's pretty solid. Sounds like the legend's not going to have a great snotling experience. <laughs> Thousand points of ogres are pretty solid. The uh, the fireball is a great choice at that level, especially against VC, so that helped out a lot. But yeah. those fucking fireballs to... Does it have four wounds? What's that? The firebelly? Yeah. What yeah. does your uh, firebelly model look like? I just use that Minotaur Shaman model. Okay. It's up on the Bastards blog. Yeah. Kind of works out that he's got some burning coals in his hand, so... <laughs> Turns out... Mm-hmm. Not just the butcher, bro. Sounds like it's not by chance. Nah, not so much. So, um, <laughs> anyways, um, hex wraiths not too scary once the fireballs start flying. And uh, I fucking pinned his skelly unit down for a couple turns with the flame cage. It's the second game I just went totally defensive and just kept backing up, doing magic, and then just fucking positioning. So killing the banshee, killing the hex wraiths with magic. By the time the skellies got there, there's just the skellies and then the big chariot thing. Which he got ballsy, charged the cocksucker into the fucking Mornfang, and wasn't able to kill anybody again. <laughs> well, he had an interesting combo that I didn't really think about. Yeah, that was the one thing the... that he did right in the first game was, in the big block of skellies, he put the Banshee in there, and the Banshee causes terror. And then his character had some item to make me take a leadership test on 3d6 and discard the lowest. Mm-hmm. Um, so no that, BSB. Yeah, there's no Fire BSB in general. Level, right. So I'm only leader. It was Iron Guts, so it was leader eight, and then the Mornfanger leader seven. But it was actually I f- failed the fear test in that situation. So mm-hmm. um, that's a solid combo. Yeah. But in the second game, for some reason, he didn't do it, <laughs> and then I just fireballed the Banshee dead. Mm-hmm. Just fucking great to see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a lot he of fun. Didn't ba- he didn't scream at the Mornfang with the Banshee. In the in the second game, he, he never got close like- enough. Mm. I just kept backing up, and then uh, on turn two, I, I mean, it was a turn one, whatever, but I killed it really early. And then in the first game, he did, but I killed one that way in the first game, but that was all. And then yeah, yeah kill one my, or two per turn for scream. My general was in combat uh, with, where the Banshee was, so I fucking stumped her dead before she could scream too many times. It was a lot of fun, though. I fucking had a blast playing with ogres, so I kept my motivation going up until it was time to highlight Minotaur skin, <laughs> at which point the whole fucking train got derailed. But <laughs> now today I'll prime the best ogre, and then there's no no way around fucking painting the skin, which really sucks. So Okay, cool. Yeah, fucking A. I finished up Dresden, book four. Ah, uh, no, book three. Now I'm on book four. It's pretty good mm-hmm. shit. Solid audiobooks. Yeah. There's like ten more bucks. Yeah. Not any Not audio audio-ed. versions. <laughs> yeah. Since I never have time to read, but I have lots of time to listen, I probably won't ever listen or read a Dresden book. But mm-hmm. if they ever come out on audio, I'll make it a point to look them up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm working through the Mistborn trilogy, which by the time this has come out, you can read my review of the first book on the Bastards blog. It's pretty good. Don't almost turn me on to those. So. Bear? Anything? Mm, no, I haven't been reading much lately so i'm been looking at some books i want to give a try though so i found the uh there's a podcast out there called painting tabled and they're pretty good to listen to when you're painting because they actually focus on hobby not gaming mm-hmm. so you talk about many different aspects of it 
once in a while they'll talk about other things like tournament etiquette, something like that. But <laughs> um, where are they out of? Uh, East Coast, I believe. Okay. But it's pretty good. Only thing about it is once in a, every minute or two, someone has to clean their brush. So you hear this like loud tapping noise, <laughs> the fucking brush and the little things. So it's like, brr, brr, brr. like what the fuck, man? But it's pretty good. I recommend it. Cool. Other than that, Ohio Hammer number 14 had an interview with Jim Wapple. Does a really good interview. Cool. Um, Wapelius. Yeah. It's pretty solid. He's a fucking awesome painter. Comes yeah. up with some cool shit, so it's good to get some insight like that. It's fun to keep talking. <laughs> but, all right. Fucking upcoming tournaments then. Like we said, Snatling, but that'll be done before this podcast goes live. I will not be attending because I will be in Hawaii. After that, I believe is Chatterball. That where's that at? That's Milwaukee. in New Berlin, yeah, Milwaukee area. Um, I'm not going to go to that because I have so much to do to get done for it at the con that it's just not going to be fucking likely. Yeah, I'm going to have yeah. to kick it in the ass in March to make sure. When is Adepticon? Halfway into April, isn't it? This year? Uh, later into April. Okay. In the, the 18th through the 20th, 22nd, somewhere in there. Yeah, something like that. But plus, if I go to a freaking tournament in March as well, my girlfriend's going to fucking be kind of upset because I got April, June, July. There's like fucking five months of tournaments in a row later on. Yeah, that's, why, yeah. that's why I'm skipping out on the rampage because. Oh, yeah, that's the one in May. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, one's always, that always lands on my birthday, too. So. As you much do. as I love Warhammer, I don't love it that much. I want to celebrate Warhammer my birthday Superman by Warhammer Superman like us can't possibly hit all these tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to the, the Rampage as well, though. Uh-huh. Like I said, I'm evo- I'm going to take the 3,000-point Adepticon list and evolve it. And I've written up the list. i just got to see if I can get the models done. It's going to require another 30 best of order. <laughs> 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 so... Uh, it's not highly likely that I'll get done what I want to get done, but we'll see how Adepticon goes. I'll see how bad I get my pumped. fucking ass trounced. dog. Yeah, motherfucker. You already did two, right? Two? Yeah, I did two of the new style ones, so it's actually 28 more. Mm-hmm. Best of gore. <laughs> That's like one a day for 28 days. <laughs> That's like six to eight hours of painting every day, plus like 12 hours for the standard bear. <laughs> That's about how much time is between Adepticon and Rampage, <laughs> <laughs> about 28 well, days. I'm hoping I can finish up everything <laughs> 28 else days early. later. <laughs> if I get done everything I need to get done for Adepticon early, I can start in on the Bestigore early. 28 cocks later. 28 cocks later. Cock and, and Yeah. After MWR will be bits, but I haven't started thinking about my bits list yet. Bloody in the sun. I'm hoping to have the Bull Ogres done for North Star this year. Oh, that's nice. See, my, goal. my my goals are to have a have a, the, the whole new ogre army done for bits, and then have it expanded into a, a warriors army for North Star. But uh, yeah. but now that I said that in the air, of course I'm just going to get kicked a lot of shit because it's yeah. not going to actually happen. So I want to say the HPBs are pretty ambitious this yeah. year. <laughs> whole new armies all. Well, it turns out that the you know <laughs> yeah. don't take a lot to a lot of models to fill out a 2400 point ogre army, especially if you have at least one of those big monsters in it. So well, mm-hmm. on our forum, I don't know if you guys followed that. But this is actually kind of an interesting tidbit. It also doesn't take me 60 hours to paint a, yeah, paint a single ogre. gore arm. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I measure everything in Johnny Hastings gore arms. Where's the set? I think I can do one model under a, a one gore arm time period. I know I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> 
right, here we go. I got it up. So we were talking about how long it was taking me to do this, and I pointed out, I just kind of threw some rough estimates out, but they're pretty accurate about how long I spent. And then Dave from Scotland actually did the math on it and showed that I have 135 hours worth of work into this fucking unit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. God, Dave, such a douchebag. $0 an hour? (laughs) It's $0 an hour? (laughs) I'm going to have to jack up my web design cost. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking, I don't know, whatever. But they're coming along awesome. There will never be anything else like it. Plus, it's working out really good because of my Adepticon list. Now I can take solo Razorgore and Razorgore chariots with the Beastmen army, so... Then Dual fucking four Razor Gore harpists. or four Razor Gore chariots or any mix thereof. Yeah, exactly. So now I don't have to use the old fucking dragon ogres as Razor Gore, which everybody was always a bit confused by. So, mm-hmm. what's with this dragon ogre? So what are you gonna do with those dragon ogres then? I don't know. Bears intrigue. <laughs> Evolve into a. I would like to do Immortals Army after I finish the Orctonians. That's my theory right now. Because I have painted 2025 or something, <laughs> we we're estimating. Sometime around the time the last hair falls out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's fucking take a little break, and then we'll get back to this. So if we had continued that tournament schedule to its logical conclusion, <laughs> we would end at Raj Podge 2012. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yep. This, oh, I'm so excited for Raj Podge. <laughs> you got the packet up on the uh, Yeah, on the, the 
The Raj Podge docket is up on the forum if you're interested, but we'll kind of maybe go over the rules and how it's changing this year and various. Raj has had a hard on goodies for the last month straight because of this. Yeah. <laughs> my brain is pretty much dry. All the blood's in my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wapaka is awesome. Raj Podge is also awesome, but in a different way. Yeah, so Raj Podge is our chance to kind of have fun with the tournaments because we we never have fun at tournaments. Also <laughs> <laughs> douchey, and so we can do kind of different things, and maybe some of it will work into Wapaka. Some of it's just for fun, but this year is a team tournament. Yeah, thousand points per motherfucker per per fella. Only Only official army books. Nothing else. No special characters. Um, So no Tamarcon. No Indie GT. No Indie G-Tizzles. Okay. Hammer Forge. Crap. All right. Okay. So there's a couple extra restrictions as well. So there's no Lord Choices allowed. No BS Bizzles. Yeah, no BS Bizzles. Even for the Broktonians, huh? Yeah. And then I also threw in... You just ignore the hero fant and the general of undeath crumbling rules. Um, Interesting. But the team tournament is going to be with random partners, so you don't know who you're going to be matched up with each round. <laughs> random each round, yeah. So no matter who you're matched up with, you're going to count as trusted allies. So each 1,000 point contingent will have its own your own general, but then the other guy's general is going to count as your BSB, and vice versa for for rerolls. Okay. Because I was uh, putting together that team tourney lists, you really had a tough time deciding whether you want to work in a BSB or not. It doesn't really yeah. benefit. It's so impossible in an ogre. Thought I'd right? yeah take that out of the equation, and then also for fun, we're just going to take out the horde rule from so, page forty nine. So the hordes don't rule, count, huh? Or you no, you could use attacks. a horde. You just don't get the extra attacks. No uh, third rank of supporting attacks. Yeah, uh, a lot of times at Acon, you see the armies that are just too two horde units and a general <laughs> and i thought that i'd like to see some little more varied and versatile lists out yeah, there sure so we'll see how that works if i encourage that or not but the fun doesn't stop there <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh do tell do, do tell so it's going to be about victory points again so no no paints. You can show up with unpainted models. We will be having a worst painted model contest again. Once again, yeah. Um, See if Paul can retain his title there. <laughs> <laughs> For the glorious white squig. There will be the Ryan Golke Certificate of Achievement Award, which goes out to the dumbest list or theme or however Ryan best sees fit to award it. I'll just probably pick some random boner. <laughs> like Whoever gives last year, the blue boners flying around the yeah. table. <laughs> Whoever gives me the best BJ probably. Well, then Raj is a shoe-in. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the most experience. <laughs> knows how to properly cup the ball. He knows how to treat a bear, right? What yeah. a bear wants, what a bear needs. <laughs> it's like the gist of the rules then, right? Yeah, as far as the, the setup goes. So the first... Scenario is blood and glory, and everybody's break point is one. Yeah, the twist on this is each force can break separately, so you could concentrate on one one of the armies and break them, and uh, vice versa. So I thought that was a cool twist on the old blood and glory. Yeah. Now the other once your force is broken, basically all your units will flee for a turn. 
even if they're immune to psych, if they're undead, if they're unbreakable, if demons, whatever, everybody's going to run. Because even zombies get scared, yo. <laughs> All right. But if you and your partner say the secret team activation power words, <laughs> you might have a chance to rally your troops and ah, put them back into the fight. I see. So each scenario will have a special team power that you can activate, usually with some words. So, Bear, do you want to... Let's say Bear's faction had broken, and he wanted him to rally. What would he have I to do? I can see it here. A day may come when the courage of men fails, <laughs> when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. <laughs> <laughs> that will activate the special team power and allow your fleeing units to rally on a base leadership of five. Yeah, so you can rally on a leadership of five. You get plus one leadership for each fortitude your partner has left and plus one leadership for each point of fortitude that you guys already eliminated. From the opponents. Yeah. So now, if, you're just, if you're doing well, you can get back into the fight. Yeah, so the VPs, you just get victory point bonuses if you break an army or if you break them both but otherwise for pretty much all the scenarios you and your partner are going to have like the same victory point total for the most part so you're not going to like keep track of what you killed or what they killed so it's just all together so in terms of enemy army killed do those count in the victory point pile or is it just the round what you got listed for round one bonus vps can you rephrase the question show on turn one you killed a combined total of 1,750 points mm -hmm. of the fuckers you were playing against. Yep. So both players get those points, yep. plus any bonuses. Yeah. Okay. So for this game, both players would get the same bonus. Well, that's um, not true. Well, one of them could get a penalty if they were broken. Okay. So okay. if you were broken and your partner wasn't, he would get end up with a little more points than you. So okay. For the base VP calculations, they're the same, but then there's a couple bonus things that might switch it up between the partners. Sure. So going into round two. Meeting engagement. Yeah, this one's meeting engagement. So this one is basically um, play, it's meeting engagement. Nothing real too special, except for the special team power activation words. <laughs> do you guys want to do it? Sure. Tag team. Tag. We need a fucking <laughs> countdown or something. <laughs> Anyways, you yell tag team. <laughs> and you give each other a high five. Let's not forget that part. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it doesn't say that. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> Should move that up in front of tag team. <laughs> Otherwise, no one's going to notice yeah, it. So if both you and your partner both have exactly one unit engaged against one of their units, so it's a two-on-one, then for that round, you guys can negate steadfast, stubborn, unbreakable, demonic instability, and unstable, and force them to take a regular break check following the goddamn rules. So if you did that, you could technically break a unit of skellies and they would run away. Correct. Now, would they also take additional wounds per... No, because okay. you negated the unstable rule. Okay. Or the, whatever the undead rule is. Yeah, sure. So you'd, yeah, you'd want to chase them down. Okay. Get them if you could. And then the bonus VPs is just uh, for each unit you run down, you get an extra 100. But you, only one player can get it. So whoever, if you do a two-on-one and break them, you can, whoever rolls the highest pursuit is going to get the extra bonus VPs for that. Okay. Round three. Okay, going into round three, this one 
is the watchtower. To A Raj Podge tradition to end all ties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this one, the kind of weird twist is only the guy that's actually in the tower is going to get the, the bonus VPs. So whoever's in the tower is going to get a 1,000 bonus victory points at the end of the game. If your team doesn't hold the tower, both of you guys lose 500. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of working together, but you to win, you're going to have to be the guy in the tower. So this one actually has a special betrayal power. <laughs> your opponent basically has to consent to you being steadfast in the tower, or else you're not steadfast in the tower. Okay. So what you have to do then is ask if you have their support before you take a break test with your unit in the tower. If they respond that you do not, then you lose your steadfast. Something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he wants you to say the words as they're written. Oh, okay. Do I have your support? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then at that point, I lose my steadfast, and we are downgraded to a suspicious yeah. alliance. If it happens again, then we get downgraded again to a desperate alliance. You should have yeah. a line in there that says, "We at the bottom after you say, I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Well, then you're a slippery fucking eel. <laughs> cool. Okay. So whoever holds it gets 1,000 victory points. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be huge in getting to the end. Getting to that finish line. All right. Now, the minor objectives for the tournament. Yeah, so you get the VPs from each game, and then you can get up to 1,000 uh, victory points from minor objectives ahead of time. Okay. One of them, sign it up by March 28th. You sign up by going to the Point Hammered Forum and letting us know that you're in. Mm-hmm. Minor objective two, pay for the Raj Pod by May 28th. Okay. That's worth 200 and, victory yeah, points. I am the paymaster, so you would send that to me. Mm-hmm. And we will have the Luck of the Raj rolls going strong. Same rules as last year, pretty much. Uh, so I made it five, five bucks cheaper Okay, to, just to get in. I figure we'll have a few more people than we did last time. All right. Um, third objective, submit your army list by June 28th. I'm the list lackey. Johnny Hastings I'll be posting is the, the list lackey email address on the forum for sending your list to. Mm-hmm. Minor objective number four is the Raj Podge Bits Bazaar. <laughs> so you'll have to bring in at least four ounces of bits. Or loose or, models. Or loose models. And if you do that, 250 points can be yours. Okay. And then the last one. So this one is, is new. So the minor objective last time was to bring some models for somebody else because the way that worked, not everybody had all the models they needed. But this one I came up with after actually a little bit of feedback that I got. So I played in the tournament, and I had everything set up, but it's still I was kind of running around. It was a little bit crazy. This year I would figure I'd make it a team team <laughs> tournament. <laughs> where everybody signs up for some kind of little minor role that they can perform. And if we all work together, it can go along smoothly. And it's also an interesting experiment in group dynamics. Yeah. To see if it'll work or not. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, some of the roles I'm still in charge of. So the paymaster, I'm going to collect all the money. The bear is the table tyrant, so he's in charge of getting all the tables set up. <laughs> if someone wants to take that over, they'll have to defeat me in a gut barging <laughs> contest. <laughs> True ogre fashion. So the way it works is uh, a lot of these are kind of paired up 
So, uh, like for you, example, John, you're the list lackey. Yeah. So you are going to receive the army lists, and you're going to follow up for them if people don't get them. And then once you get them all, you're going to submit them to Alex Gonzalez. The army analyzer. Yeah, the (laughs) analyzer. (laughs) So his job is to double-check all the army lists that come in and make sure that they're correct. Okay. So, and the way it'll work then is if Alex doesn't get the list from you, then he's supposed to take over and harass you to get you to do your job. (laughs) And then if you don't get the list from Alex saying that they're okay, then you would harass him and try to (laughs) get the job done. So a lot of these are kind of paired up like that. Okay. But some of the other ones are we got the Paint Nazi. They're handling the worst painted unit contest. And the photo fuhrer <laughs> will be taking photographs of all the worst painted unit entries and taking pictures of the events and stuff like that. Uh, we got the scorekeeper, so they'll be handling the Excel spreadsheet and the scorings and the pairings. Okay. And I know Meal signed up for that. And then there'll be the fact checker, which they're kind of the guy that will go around and make sure all the people submitted their stuff like the scoring sheets and stuff before they take off for lunch or whatever. <laughs> and then they'll sit there and double-check and make sure that it's all entered correctly. Sure. Uh, we got the prize prints and the bizarre czar. So the bizarre czar is the guy who is going to handle the bit submissions on the day of. They'll weigh them all out and corn them off into little baggies for the prizes. And I think Jared Horseman, I believe, signed up for that. Okay. The prize prints, uh, this one's still open. So this person is going to obtain prize support and other <laughs> forms for the tournament um, from local shops, GW, Mantic, wherever prizes are to be found. Um, the Video Vandal? Video Vandal. I would have liked to be that guy, but I still want to play, so I'm not that guy. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with the Wapaka videos, though, so mm-hmm. I considered it pretty heavily. Take a video of the event. Spokes Noblar. That is, that's... I also That's Raj. Handle the opening and closing ceremonies. Town Crier, they'll provide the schedule, keep track of the round time, and bully people into ending their games on time. Okay. Uh, to go along with the table tyrant, we have the table slave. Bear, do we have a table slave? Yeah, Matt J. Jack. Matt J. Jack is your table slave. <laughs> He's already gotten a lot of practice at Wapaka, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. This is probably about 10 or 12 sort of critical tasks that if you're running a tournament, you'd probably want to take a look at this list and make sure you have all these things covered (laughs) because that'd probably be a good place to start for running a tournament. Yeah. Uh, But we're expecting more more people than this. So I was talking with the bear, and we've got some new roles up already on the forum. The uh, Troll Bridge Contractor. You want to talk about that, Bear? <laughs> They're trying to bring balance to the universe by building bridges <laughs> to go with all the for all, all the river tables that I've made for Wapaka. All the Wapaka river tables. Not a single goddamn bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so Are you guys going to be keeping these bridges post-tournament? Yeah, no. they, they'll belong to us. Okay. So I think Hanson signed up already, maybe somebody else. Okay. For building bridges, and then also we're going to have people building bandits. They're going to be painting some of the GW buildings that the bear already has. has Most of them are assembled, yeah. Because when you run a, a big tournament, GW will send a lot of terrain your way. Unfortunately, it's the plastic, unpainted kind. <laughs> okay. So um, we'll be getting... 
people doing that. So if, if you don't sign up for any one of these roles, you'll probably end up having to paint paint some sort of building or something like that um, beforehand. But the list is being updated as we come up with ideas. And I already added a rules rules prick, Mike Gerald, who <laughs> 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 will be in charge of the, all the rules and stuff like that so uh, it should be should be fun yeah be interesting to see how it'll be a, a very different experience and last year's was just a fucking blast because everybody came up and we pretty much got hammered out of our shit yeah so. warhammer tournament slash social experiment slash party cool and this one will be at a, a new venue place we've never been before yeah the, the previous one was, one was raised to the ground <laughs> surrounded by a chain link fence by then it will be raised i bet <laughs> the uh the new one is this new one more expensive or what no the price is the same for the room nice uh for everybody staying in hotel rooms it will be a lot more the beer situation is not gonna be nearly as good and there are other hotels this, like literally across the street so they don't have to stay in that yeah. hotel well this place it has a uh, restaurant tavern in there as well. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good point. So, so it got I the brown eye grill, or <laughs> what's it called? I'm not now? sure what red it is. eye. It used to be the red eye grill. Yeah, uh, they chat. What doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't imagine that the the beer prices would be too much more. But I know the hotel rooms, for example. I thought that they were eighty last year for not a good uh, shithole. And they're like 115, I think, for this place. Okay. Lots of good lunch options, real close to the the um, sushi place Matsuya, there. Matsuya, Arby's. You got two hours for lunch. I'm thinking Arby's, Subway, the Mexican place. That's actually McDonald's. pretty quick, depending on the time of day. Okay, cool. A whole wide range of Stevens Point cuisines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lame, lame. All right. Okay. Should be a goddamn good time. Yeah, it should be really fun. We need a, BJ, a BJ barrel for this. <laughs> Bear? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't making no promises. Uh, so Bear's goal we'll is to have the trains maybe sorted out for half of the Wapaka tables. It's the cock Cooper. He has to bring yeah. in the BJ barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, Mr. McClure has mailed me his tiny little BJ halfling, nice. man of intrigue. <laughs> He told me about it on the phone, and I was like, oh, cool. Um, send me your man of intrigue. And then it wasn't until after we were off the phone that I remembered what his man of intrigue was, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, fortunately for us, Mr. McClure can't keep any of those the more interesting models he made at home <laughs> due to his wife and children. <laughs> so we've been gifted with all yeah. the HPBs now have been gifted so with So you guys, some- yeah, you guys already got your... Blue cocks of power. I've got the big blue ball standard and blue cock rocket ride. <laughs> <laughs> blue cock rocket. It's made an appearance as an episode cover once upon a time. <laughs> uh, so I, we might see this little guy on uh, this episode cover. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. One thing I wanted to say there were some people asking about whatever happened with the replace Christopher contest on Garage Hammer. And that contest was wrapped up at some point. On Garage no Hammer? Was, I think so. They must have at some point, and somehow I missed it. But Mule ended up winning that from uh, Milwaukee. So oh. that's how it went. What was his, do you know what his suggestion was? Nah, I don't fucking know. 
I had a haul of shit prepared. No, no, no. I thought about preparing a haul of shit for the old metal Ungor models, since that's what I'm using for my wow. Bestigor, and they're just Those guys are so awesome. They're fucking they're so terrible. Good. They're so cute. You can look at the metal model and see that, like, when the fur was put on, someone just put a little blob of green stuff and fucking hit it with their little yeah. tool. It didn't... So that no makes it like every blending. other Beastman model. No. Fuck off. <laughs> models are crap, dude, they but because they're so legs. old... They have such fucking cool flavor to them. That's they why I decided not to. They got bodies <laughs> with little hooves. Little tiny horns. Hooves. Some of them have huge horns, like bigger than some of the go- <laughs> These mm. big, like... Yeah, there's horns that They got, like, big bull horns, some of them. Yeah. yeah. So it's fucking kind of odd It's a different for the horn longies. style than the rest oh, yeah. of your... But the that's new, okay. plastic school Since gore. those those little guys are my uh, noblars for the Bullover Army, but I decided not to because they're old school, so... I won't pick on them too much. Yeah, there'd be a revolution. I wouldn't <laughs> stand for it. <laughs> Point hammered revolution. <laughs> All right. What else we got, boys? We have the results in from the secret survey. Oh, we better take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break, bitches. we got nugget you got a nug nug nugget <laughs> <laughs> nugget of knowledge at the secret survey of wapaka we asked probably the most important question that's ever faced mankind <laughs> which these these are these are the words which hpb do you find the most appealing <laughs> one the bastard, two, the bear, three, the Raj. <laughs> Please explain, followed by a colon. Nice. So we have the results in. 63 people responded. Okay. 
out of 74. That's a pretty decent response, right? Yeah. So we had 10 people just couldn't decide. They voted all of us. <laughs> Are any out. interesting comments? Um, yeah. Maybe toss a couple over. I don't know if there's in there. but um, So this one was all of the above. You guys all suck equally. <laughs> 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 I got one here that says, I'd fuck all of them. <laughs> I have one that says, I love them all equally for different reasons. Bear for his hair, Raj for his Greek cred, and Johnny for his being a sexy biatch. <laughs> That's fucking Domus. Sounds like his biatch. This one, suck it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking broska. <laughs> suck it. Oh, here is a one. comma. You didn't get suck it. It's Bro. like the Kardashians. You wouldn't want to talk to them, but you would fuck the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, this one, it, it's a triumvirate of awesomeness that can't be broken up. <laughs> so, what else do we got here? We had four, four, four respondents said none. <laughs> this one just says get fucked. <laughs> too di- question too difficult to answer. <laughs> um, this one it was said what what's an HPV? <laughs> uh, okay. So then we had a couple couple write in responses. We had one for the legend. <laughs> Filled out by the legend. I, I suspect. <laughs> <laughs> this one is for uh the Barts, <laughs> because we all wish we had his little molester mustache. This one was signed by Dale Barts. <laughs> nice. uh, please explain. None. I have a man crush on Domus. <laughs> it's probably McClure. <laughs> and this one had uh, the ladies. And then I said, come on. <laughs> okay. All right. So that just leaves... The three of us. People who actually selected an so, HPB. So this meaty stack here, <laughs> the bear clearly coming oh. in. <laughs> 22 responses. The everyman. Or the bear. <laughs> the bear. So I don't know if you want to read through a couple of those bear. If there's any amusing ones that come up to you. Did I get any? Yeah, so coming down. Next one in was Raj. <laughs> with 14. Oh, fucking assholes. Bastard. Team Stinks pulling in with nine. <laughs> I can't even oh, reach ten. <laughs> you fucking people are cocksuckers. <laughs> cool name. What else do you need? <laughs> Most entertaining when inebriated. <laughs> this Go. one this says lucky. Got an I like bears. Uh, best worker. <laughs> weapons. Simply weapons for one of them. <laughs> He looks like his twin brother, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he could pull off the Jamie Heineman. This one, I like his sexy voice. <laughs> he touched me when I was younger. I dream of it every night. <laughs> I don't remember that. I prefer cuddly. <laughs> hope that wasn't young Haybag. <laughs> this one says, I'm afraid of bears. They're merciless man-killing machines. <laughs> I went with the bastard. I can't pick any because I don't know them well enough. But if I could, it would be the bastard because he does not look like the typical gamer. (laughs) (laughs) All about the facial hair over here. Here's one. Simply says, under please explain, simply says, butter. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That was probably John Stentz. This one. You went Raj, the lesser of three evils. <laughs> Here's one. Here's a thoughtful one. Says I appreciate the time he puts into the prizes, terrain, etc. Wow. 
He is the least threatening. <laughs> Anyone named the bear is a beast. In the sack. Uh, the Raj seemed most at peace over the weekend. <laughs> Helpful advice on the bear cares plus bear butter. I like how I ran out of sheets like fucking five minutes ago, you assholes. <laughs> this one, long but skinny. <laughs> That's fucking Steve Hire right there. Right yeah. now. Team the bear is the best. Oh, right. sweet. The team stinks banner. Turn the team stinks banner. May it live. Least ugly. <laughs> Clearly the stud in the bunch. <laughs> I like one of them I had. It's, it says, please explain. Just said no with an exclamation point. <laughs> Understated handsome has a quiet ruggedness about him. <laughs> I want to point out, I saw, I saw two in there that talked about your ruggedness. <laughs> it's got a real Ron Swanson thing going on here. Ruggedness appeals. Uh, this, one, this one... Points out that I was the only one there Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fucking lame sauce. That's, we gotta take that. That one doesn't count. Bear makes the tits trophies. <laughs> he is the rockingness of the clan. Also, Raj and Bastard are excellent runners up, but you're no bear. <laughs> All right, we've heard enough. He's, <laughs> this guy's grinning from ear to ear <laughs> with a fucking giant stack of paper. <laughs> Bear. I'm all fucking. He's the everyman. He's got everyman appeal. <laughs> That's why we keep him around. At, yeah. <laughs> tonight at derby practice, one of the gals said, "You should get some bear paws printed on the backs of your shorts." And I'm like, "Trust me, that would give entirely the wrong message." <laughs> and then I had to explain to her a little something about the bear gay community. <laughs> Wolf. A lot of the time at when me and the bear send text messages back and forth, I end them with. Thanks, Cub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm too old to be a cub. <laughs> but it's a nice it's a nice gesture. Yeah. We got anything else here? Or what? So continuing the Wapakinis, we did get a chance to speak with Mr. Ryan Nickel. Yes, we the did. Champion, and we're going to tack it on to the end of this cast here. Yeah, yeah. So he speaks about his various, how he built his army, why he built his army. What, when, what his thought process was. His games. Yeah, he goes through his games. The mustache thought process. How he almost wasn't able to get to Wapaka <laughs> for the tournament. It's interesting to see, see his games. He had uh, pretty tough games throughout. So Yeah, he did. It was a well-fought win. I so. think his strength of schedule was one of, the, one of the highest. I think the only one higher was Dale Bartz. Okay. 62, and a couple of guys were tied at 60. Sure, so, but but Nickel was one of those guys. Okay. So yeah, yeah hard fought game, no no magic, no shooting, all corn stuff. So yeah, with the demon to, prince. Congrats to him again. Yeah, with the demon prince. So so um, yeah, take a we'll listen. Lay that on you. Okay, so here we have Mr. Ryan Nickel, the overall champion at Wapaka this year. Yeah. He's new. Raj here, bastard, and the bear. Yeah. yeah. Team speak. Doing a little interview here. Ryan, why don't you tell us about your list and yeah. about how you came up with it and right. I guess what your thoughts were going into it. Well, the list um, I've, been, I've been working on for for a while. I started with 1,000 points of the Demons for a team tournament last year. So mm -hmm. that was what I started with. So what I had painted there, I, was, I decided, hey, I've got... When I sent in my list for the uh, Demons, I had... <laughs> 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 His mic stinks. Wow. <laughs> 
was did impressive. you curl up or how did I you... curled up, bro? <laughs> I pretty much just farted in my own mouth. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> That's all right. I'm used, I'm used to those kind of interruptions on your shows, right? <laughs> all right, good deal. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember, Raj. I sent you my list and said. Well, I'm going to send you my demon list for the extra point, but who knows? I might have to switch to high house. And luckily, mm-hmm. I, I uh, moved to Kansas City and don't have anything else going on because my wife stayed home. So I basically just <laughs> painted till midnight every night for, for several weeks to get it done. But the, the list itself, I, I wanted to do the demon prints because I loved the uh, Bellacore model. And I had yeah. done a conversion, so I wanted to do that. And I tried out a few builds. Um, the best one I came up with was um, the one I brought, which was the Armor of Corn. Collar of Corn, Flying Horror, and Unnatural Swiftness. So he's got ASF and Initiative 8. So he's mm-hmm. striking and rerolling against most things. And he's got a 3-plus armor save, 5-plus ward. And then I played a couple games against um, Michael uh, Jordal, and he had some magic missiles that kind of torched him a few times, or um, Lore of Death even got him, I think, once. So I decided that the extra 15 points for the MR would be worth it to get that 2-plus ward save. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. The next thing, I had I, I built uh, 30 blood letters for the team tournament, so I wanted to do that. And I, obviously, it's, it's all my list is all corn except for the Furies, and I wanted to stick to that theme. So I brought 24 blood letters with full command, and that they had the, the uh, extra D6 on the charge. I tried it with the blood crushers for a while, but since I only had three of them, I didn't find it quite as useful because they were usually being used to take out chaff and other things. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it would be big better on my big block so I can get off some bigger charges against stuff that maybe didn't want to charge oh, yeah. and be willing to take the charge if it was a longer distance. So You can reliably uh, hit 10 inches easily on a mm-hmm. regular yep. charge. And people usually run 11 or 12 inches, they think they're out of range. So I could see yeah, that would be very or they're useful. like, oh, I'll let him risk that charge so that I can either get a flank or, you know, something. And so Yeah. Plus D6, biatch! Yep. Uh, <laughs> so then I, I needed another standard because I knew I was going to do a fortitude, so I had another 14 blood letters uh, just with a standard. And I ran okay. them 2 by 7 and I, I mean, throughout my games, they didn't really do a ton. Um, they really weren't that effective, but... A lot of times it was because they either took on something that was too, too big or too tough, or they just spent their time running around and you know killing the little stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, the other core was just five furies. Uh, these guys were just—I mean, these these guys are huge in all my games. Just they're so versed on, and they're tight. I use them exactly like I used to use my eagles with my my high elf. So uh, next, okay. yeah, just two, diverting and stuff. Diverting and yeah, and I I chased down some fleeing units a couple times. Uh, Next two units of five flesh hounds. Uh, everybody knows these guys are—they're pretty good, <laughs> pretty solid units. Uh, <laughs> and then I last had three blood crushers with the uh, musician and standard bear. And this this unit um, did okay for me, but I, w- I really want to beef it up a little bit. They're two only two wounds each and a four plus armor save, five plus ward. They get they get beat up pretty quickly if they go up against um, anything with a, a decent amount of attack. So. And I'd probably boost him to like five, and then maybe roll my my BSB in there. Mm-hmm. But I guess I didn't okay. talk about him. So, so my last is two other characters. Uh, I brought Skull Taker uh, mm-hmm. for the flaming attacks. I mean, that's I really wanted to bring him for the flaming attacks because I didn't have him on my BSB. So, okay, I, that was that was kind of the the idea behind him. And I guess he's. I mean, I had the model, and I, that was the only other model I had. So I was going to paint him up as a herald anyway. And so, 
Well, let's go okay here since I can. And he's pretty badass. <laughs> Last is my, my BSB, Harold the Corn on the Juggernaut. Uh, he had the armor of corn to give him that one plus armor save. And then I also gave him the greater icon of despair, which is a negative two leadership banner within everything within 12 inches. Mm-hmm. Which is which is pretty pretty huge when you're causing fear against most stuff and okay. Uh, so, anyways, that was that was the list. No magic, no shooting. Pretty quick turns in the first couple couple usually. Yeah, first two turns are usually pretty quick for me. <laughs> you played some of the scenarios before the tournament, is that right? Uh yeah. So I think it was maybe November or December. Michael and I, when I was still living in Austin, we played a couple games with the with the uh, the scenarios. And we, we originally did the one where you have to snuff out the objective. Uh, you do have to play it within the middle and then snuff it out. Yeah, I think we just did maybe just did the Fortitude one as well. So we just tried two of them. Okay. And that kind of influenced your list, like with the, the little blood letter unit and stuff like that? Or? Uh, not really. I pretty much had this list built the whole time. I never, I didn't really actually ever change it other than the mm-hmm. Demon Prince. I added a few things and then took out a blood letter, I think, or something somewhere. Okay. Um, cool. Well, why don't you tell us about your odyssey to get to Wapaka this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was quite the adventure. Uh, so, so I moved to Kansas City, so I booked a flight to, to the central Wisconsin airport, and mm-hmm. uh, Mike Ballard graciously offered to give me a ride from there to Wapaka. <laughs> so, get ready for the flight, heading to Chicago, and have a couple hours layover, fly from Chicago to Wausau, things looking good, all of a sudden, pilot comes on the air and says, alright, we're making our descent into Wausau, you can feel the plane going down, just as soon as we start going down, we start going back up. <laughs> like, well, I don't, know if, I don't know if you've noticed, but we, uh, we're actually headed back to Chicago now, there's a little weather that we couldn't land the plane, and we don't have enough gas to keep circling until they can get it ready to land. But we have Psych. no gas... We had enough gas to get back to Chicago, so that was good. <laughs> yeah, that makes lots of sense. You're like, yeah. fuck it, I brought my chute. We're going over a packet now. Open the door. <laughs> Open it up. Yeah, that was. I was. I was glad. I too. I packed uh, my army and army transport, and then I had a backpack with my clothes and everything else I needed, so I didn't have to check a bag, which was nice. So, what did you use to transport your guys? Uh, it's or just army transport. Just one of the. I can't remember. I think it's just like. The normal army transport one. Like, it's like uh, got eight like foam a battalion in size. It. You call it or yeah, probably, probably battle that. foam or is that the no, actual name brand? Army I think Trans- it's just called army transport. Yeah, it's, it's called like army Sable, transport. Yeah, Sable Designs. I think is okay. what the website. I think is. that's the one that I did. You have to peel out all the little cubes. Yep, There's that's the, the ones that we won at Acon, Raj. Yep, I had to buy one when I went down to North Carolina. I like it a lot, and I not that I need to plug them or anything, but they have a. They got the dude that runs it or owns it or something got married, and so he's got a thirty percent off discount going on for <laughs> through the month of February. Nice to celebrate. So I just bought Valentine's Day coming up, guys. <laughs> Get your lady a fucking sable army transport case. She got to know thirty percent off. <laughs> yeah. So I actually just bought a couple more, but anyway, yeah, that's what I took. And so we flew back to Chicago and we landed, and the pilot said, like, "Just sit tight." We got to figure out what's going to happen if we're just going to refuel or what. And we sat there for 15 minutes. Finally, he gets back on the air. All right, everybody's got to get off. The flight's been canceled. 
<laughs> oh, y'all motherfuckers, get off my plane. <laughs> off my plane. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> yeah. You can't go home. There were some really pissed people. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I was pretty mad too, but there were some people like, why the heck? Uh, there's not a flight until tomorrow at 4. I gotta get home, blah, blah. I wonder what kind of tournament they had to get to. I know. <laughs> I'm the one under pressure here. I gotta be there by 9 a.m. tomorrow. So I overheard some guys talking about how they, they are gonna get a rental car and uh, they lived in Point. And so I was like, hey, can I ride along with you guys? So I just met some randoms, hopped in the car, and away we go. Nice. So, it was pretty funny, though, because I'm like, I was going to let the one guy dude sit in the front because they were going to drop me off before they got home, obviously. He's like, oh, no, I got I to gotta sit in the back. I'm like, oh, okay. And so, like, not 15 minutes, he takes out a needle and, like, sh- shoots himself in, like, the leg. <laughs> he, had, he said he had, like, like what? Well, so if you don't mind me asking, you know, what, what are you, what is what's going on? To go, I've got, I got something. It's, it's kind of like leukemia. But he had I'm to addicted shoot, to shoot junk. Yeah, had to shoot himself, and then he, and then he just passed out for the duration of the, of the drive. What the fuck? Yeah. Then you and the other dude fucking raped him. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was pretty crazy, but I made it yeah. there. Made it there by at twelve fifteen and drank till three. <laughs> Tried to catch up with everybody. Yeah, you had a couple solid nights of drinking there. That's fucking commendable. Real solid ones. <laughs> yeah, apparently you guys were hanging out with me on Sunday <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> you don't remember I was, that? <laughs> I was told about that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you made it there in one piece. Yeah. And, Army was uh, intact. No repairs to be made. No. <laughs> Didn't get violated until Saturday night. Here with us. <laughs> Fortunately, you don't remember though. Exactly. My my memory is is foggy, so that's good. Okay. So first scenario was pretty much blood and glory, except the breakpoint was one, I think. Mm-hmm. So who are you going up against in this one? Game one, I got matched up against Shannon Heinrichs from the cities and Lords of War. He was running uh, Lizardmen, very, very nice-looking army. I don't know if you guys saw, he's got his engines up on some rocks and some other cool stuff. Yeah, I've seen his stuff several times. Yep. But he, was, he, had an, he didn't have a salon, which I was thankful for because I had no, I don't really have much for magical protection. But he did have a level two, and then he had a um, old bottom Carnosaur, two engines, one with the Skink, Skink Chief BSB, a couple blocks of Saurus. A uh, couple skirmishing units and some salamanders. So, I think I think I got most of it anyway. What else did he have on here? Oh, um, and some chameleon skinks too. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at his list. You pretty much got it. Yeah. Oh, no salamanders. Yeah, no sallies. No sallies. Yeah, this game. Um, I can't remember who took turn one, but uh, for the first couple of turns, I basically moved forward and kind of used my flanking units, like my flush hounds and my blood crushers to deal with the skinks on the outsides. He was he kind of moved forward a little bit and then backed up most of his stuff, like his source blocks, just to kind of make it make it a really hard tr- charge for me. Mm-hmm. So eventually I said, you know what, I got to try to get the charge in. It was like an 11. I had my D6 extra banner for my unit on one of his source with his man of intrigue. And um, I think he had, so that was like 242 points. And so I decided to clear that guard. And the turn before I had moved my uh, Chaos Furies up in front of his other block of source so that if he did eventually try to you know go after my blood crushers i think it was i was protecting mm-hmm. he would have to hit them and you know overrun or yeah reform it. he couldn't get to them 
Well, he ended up had just backed up from the Furies. He didn't charge him. Oh. So I charged his one unit, and he chose to flee and fled, I don't know, six, seven inches. But they were right in line with the, the unit I was redirecting with my Furies. So I was able to just declare another charge with the Furies on them, and they were less than ten inches away, just beat his roll. Uh-huh. Or I, I just had to not lose to his flea roll by, like, two. So, like, I could... I yeah, had two, you had a couple of buffers on him, yeah. And so I just... I caught him and wiped that unit out, which Ooh. I'm not Ooh. sure... I'm not sure if he had seen that or not, but, yeah, that was pretty huge. So. Okay. So he's got three big beasties. Big, three big beasties. Uh, skull taker. Take any skulls? Uh, skull taker. <laughs> skull taker got a big skull. He, he did end up charging the... Uh, both Stegodons into my big block with my Skull, with Skull Taker and my Herald, and I was able to whittle them down. Skull Taker never got um, one of the Stegodons on, on that, but I did um, break them um, because his general had tried to chase down my Demon Prince at one point, so whether he was without the 18-inch or 12-inch, because it wasn't large target range, mm-hmm. and the Stegodons are only leadership six, and it's minus two, so he's only <laughs> break testing on a four. <laughs> So, Cold-blooded, though. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded four. That's right. But, yeah, so I ended up getting the, both the Stegodons, and finally he um, brought in his... I think either, either he charged me with his Carnosaur, or I charged him, and then Skulltaker took down... Brought down the Carnosaur with the flaming weapon. But <laughs> just as soon as the Carnosaur's head was attached to his cloak, the old blood put him to, put him in his place. <laughs> with a vengeance. Nice. But, then, uh, but then I was able, I was able to break the the uh, old blood because I've I mean I got max wounds on the Carnosaur and I had obviously BSB and standard mm-hmm. and, um, oh, so he was on snake eyes and broke him and ran him down and that was that was fortitude so okay nice. so did magic really because I was did, watching your games and because when I use magic uh, for dispelling and stuff I generally just use all my dice against one spell for sure mm-hmm. and then you know take the other one it kind of looked like you were just doing the same, and it was almost working That's, out the same. I always, I always use all my dice on one spell. Uh, most of the time, I only had four, five, or six, and you're not getting any positives. So, I mean, to try to split up your dice, I usually it just ends up getting all the spells off. Is what I found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you try to get lucky, and you don't. So, I, I did. I didn't. I don't remember Magic doing too much in this game. He did have a level two that um, took. Obviously, had a heavens. Um, maybe a magic missile or two. I think he hit my demon prince with, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, so the magic didn't really do too much to me in this game. Okay. Yeah, so I got the full four points. I think, I think- he was able to um, get two. I think maybe. I think he did get the objective. I can't remember what the objective was, but take your fortitude down to half. Did he uh, take your fortitude under half? No, I guess he didn't. He must have only got one then. But yeah, that game went pretty well. I think the, the a real it was really big being able to take out that big block and not having to worry about it because I yeah. really just not worry about the flank. Fight them down. Yeah. Take on the Stegodons by themselves. Everything else. So, well, I think that yeah, that probably Magic Resistance three on that Demon Prince. That's probably pretty nice too without um, having much defense because with a closed list you can kind of that's probably the first thing I would throw a Magic Missile at is that Demon Prince. Mm-hmm. So Especially kind of soak up soak up a spell or two. Before they realize what's going on. So. Yep. Okay, so who did you yeah, play in round two? 
Uh, round two, I was up against Ben Cone, Conezy. <laughs> Fucking Conezy. <laughs> God damn. I knew you were gonna win it. I would have switched it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Conezy's dice rolls might have given me this game, as I'll explain. And I, I don't know if you heard, heard their cast. He, yeah, has yeah. Kind of, he kind of explained that too. So yeah, Conezy was running Grimgore, is that right? Yep, Grimgore. Grimgore, uh, Skulltaker. <laughs> And then he, yeah, that that was quite the matchup. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the old ASF and on the strength and yeah, Grimgore and Skulltaker saw each other in battle and Skulltaker didn't last long. He got sent to the the demon. <laughs> oh right, pretty quickly. Yeah, I didn't even get to swing. He did beat Archon. Let him live, dude. That's how tough yeah. he is. Yeah, Grimgore Grimgore's a beast in challenges. He's pretty tough. <laughs> okay. That was but, crazy. Uh, yeah. But the rest of the game must have went well. Yeah, the rest of the game did go well. We had he had the twenty five um, black orcs to go with the Grimgore. Uh, he did have a big boss BSB with um, his biggins um, and orc boys, and then he had a big unit of night goblins with uh, one fanatic and um, a night goblin shame with level two, and then he did have a squig herd. Uh, a wolf chariot, pump wagon, two mangler squigs, and a doom diver. So he had some he had some chaff that I had to deal with, and nothing to shoot down the mangler with. So I had to pick and choose which unit was going to get sacrificed early. Who was it? The Furies, Furies, bro, blood crushers, yeah. Furies, and flesh hounds. Yeah, there's two of them, so I couldn't. But it worked. It worked out real well for me. Um, first turn, he went. He went first and moved up his mangler squigs, and they. They got far enough that I was able to 20-inch move onto top of one of them with the Furies. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't get far enough. Um, so when I got to within eight inches of the Night Goblin unit, the Fanatic came out before I could land on the Minglers. And I was like, oh, crap. So I thought, uh-huh. you know, if he, if he rolled high enough, it, that could probably, you know. Furies be gone. Furies. Yeah. You can just wound the Mangler and kill the Furies, and then the Mangler's still sitting there, right? Yeah. So my Furies were wide enough that he was actually didn't even have to. <laughs> Hit the mangler. Oh, oh shit! He can send it out at an angle where it didn't have to hit it. So he sends it out and it lands. It lands right next to the mangler. So then I'm able to sit on both of them. <laughs> take, uh, both <laughs> take like so forty six nice. strength five hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the furies were gone, but the, so too was the uh, the two chaff units and um, the other chaff. I was able to actually take out on charge with the flesh hounds. The mangler squig didn't quite go as far as the uh, pump wagon. So I charged the pump wagon and was able to overrun into the angler. Um, and so I think that flesh hound unit went down to like one model left. But I was able to take mm-hmm. all that stuff that was really worrisome. So Okay. Uh, this objective, too, was the, uh, the one that I'd practiced. Uh, put your objective near the center and protect it or whatever. Yeah. So... I think that's what I did with my big block right away is I just moved it up five and deployed my objective and then just <laughs> kind of kept everything else yeah, the same. And he did the same thing on the other side. Uh, and this, but this game basically came down to uh, him not having the, mo- the models to get my objective. Uh, we kind of beat each other up. Um, I took out his black orcs and Grimgore with my big block, but then his, his orcs got into my big block and kind of chopped through it. And they took out my other small blood letter unit. My blood crushers held up his night goblins like the whole game. <laughs> I just charged them in and just kind of, we just kind of ground down at each other for a while. Took out his 
took out his wizard. But eventually, what happened? What was really big was he is his uh, squigherd, which was the one unit that he didn't ever see combat and didn't get in the game that could have maybe destroyed my objective. Mm-hmm. He had declared a charge with them into my flank of my small blooder unit to try to get an overrun into my big one, and yeah. Yeah. he rolled snake eyes, and uh... they only moved one inch. Well, that ended up costing him because the next two or three turns he moved the full eight towards my objective, but. Couldn't couldn't get there. Couldn't sit on it. Yeah. And and my demon prince just flew over the top of one of his units and squashed it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so again, um, four point victory for me. So I had my objective left and he did not, but he did get three points out of this game. Uh, he got the objective and just a minor loss. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Grim, Grimgore put put Skulltaker in his place. So <laughs> interesting. Very fun. He did. The demon never did shoot a lot at my demon prince. Um, it it scattered a lot. Never got a direct, you know, never hit him. Even really? With the, even with the, you know, move back towards D6 the... D6 back or whatever? Yeah, so... Okay, cool. Who did you play in round three? Roska. Oh, yeah. Shit. From the cities, yeah. <laughs> He's a fun opponent. I played him at for the first time at North Star two years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was back when the ogres weren't quite as, as good. And my house <laughs> just kind of... They mind-razored his big, his big ogre block, and that was the end of him, so... Uh, he's a great, he was a great opponent. Everybody was, but yeah, he, it was it was a pretty fun game. This is the one where you're, you're meeting engagement, um, <clears throat> and this this is kind of funny. I was talking to somebody after this game, and they're like, like oh yeah, I don't know, it's Chris. You, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, my two big blocks. I rolled a one four. I was like, oh yeah, we ne- we didn't even do that at all. Uh, Neither one of us. We didn't. We're just we're just like, all right, let's go play. Yeah, I'm sure just quite a few people. Just forgot to do that. So. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. We were just so excited to get the game going. I guess we're I just know. so thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> so his his list was. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's Slaughtermaster, four plus ward, Karna Command, Firebelly, uh, Bruiser, BSB, two units of six ogres, two units, three units of ten Noblars, three saber tusks, each separate, four Morn Fang, and uh, a Thunder Tusk and a Stone Horn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, so this game was beasties. This game was pretty brutal for the demons. Uh, basically, I mean, he outcombated me. Uh, what happened for this game was the three Noblar units just kind of soaked up some charges for a while while he kind of used magic and used his other stuff to slow me down. I was able to get um, a couple of you, my fleshhounds and my big my small bloodletter unit into a stonehorn. And never put a wound on it. That thing was just—I just couldn't get through it. It was brutal. I mean, I'm strength five, and I just—I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this game um, was just all about getting as many victory points as possible. Yep. yep. So I did take out all three of the saber tusks and all the noblars pretty early. Just charged, <laughs> wiped them out, and took them down. But then as I got my my blood crushers into his morn fang, that didn't go so well for me. I got the charge <laughs> off, but. Mm-hmm. Because, um, I, I mean, I, I figured, hey, I need to get the charge off on these guys. Otherwise, they're going to be charging everything. So I yeah. charged them. And I think I, I think we sat for a round or two of combat, but I think I got maybe one one of them down. Really? Or two. Interesting. I, yeah, yeah it, was, it was tough. They he made some good armor saves and stuff. But then what happened, what really cost me in this game is my big block. I charged some, some Noblars in front of his Slaughtermaster's unit. Hit him. Um, Overran in the neck one, killed them, overran in the slaughtermaster. But by this time, he was able to get his other bull unit and his thunder tusk in the positions where when I finally did get into the slaughtermaster's unit, I'd be ASL, 
and he'd have flank charges. And mm-hmm. so I finally did get into it and crushed it. Like, I think I won by like 10 in the first round. But then the crown of command <laughs> came crown in. Crown of command! And he made his rerollable leadership seven because he was negative two. So, I mean, oh, even, I was thinking, shot, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, even with the crown of command, if he had it, like, I was like, well, he's still going to be negative two. And there's a chance, and nope, it didn't happen. But uh, I was able to whittle that unit all the way down eventually. Uh, Skull Taker took out a couple champions. Like he first thing he fed me as champion. I killing blowed that one, and then he, mm-hmm. his other bulls came into my flank, which would this, which Skull Taker was on. Challenge killed that one, and then he finally just like, wait, I got a ward save against fire. So then he gave gave me the fire ability, and then the fire ability ended up killing Skull Taker because I couldn't uh, couldn't kill him. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, laid so, But yeah, so that my my man. big block with my BSB and my and Skull Taker and everything just got whittled down because he was hitting me first. Most of my units were within the six inches. I mean, I eventually got my Demon Prince in there and some Frostbounds in there, and Quite, uh, but eventually my my disappeared but i was able to get quite a few victory points um i did get one big block of ogres and i think i did end up getting the, the mourn thing eventually and, and all this chaff so i got enough to get the three points in this one so okay cool nice yeah, very nice <laughs> so yeah i didn't have a single demon left they're all set packing now um we talked about your Warhammer tournament preparation, but what, 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 what kind of preparation did you take for the mustache contest here? <laughs> preparation for the mustache contest was a uh, started growing my beard in October. Which oh, I, probably could have, I probably could have started growing it in in December, but I liked having I liked having the beard. My wife wasn't too happy, but <laughs> I was able to I was able to rock the beard even with even with work and changing jobs. They they gave me some shit right away, but. What? Got a, <laughs> new guy's got a beard. Yeah, <laughs> look at that guy. Well, my first first day on the job, I, they were like, "Oh, you don't look anything like your picture." And I and she's like, "I can't wait to see what the the manager of this the office says about your beard because he's old school and they don't Hormel used to not allow facial hair basically." <laughs> <laughs> so so I, yeah, it was it was rough, but I got to keep it, which was which was the which Come was the bonus because otherwise yeah. I wouldn't have won. You know, I'm from the new shavers. school, the beard school. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that one thing I forgot about the game three was that was the objective was to uh, go do some singing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know? you're on so a I was, video. I don't know if you saw I? that or not. Check that out. What did Bros yeah. say? Well, he wasn't gonna sing. He, I kept telling him, like, "You gotta sing. You gotta get the objective." And so finally, he's just like, "All right, fuck it." <laughs> he's like, and he's just, he just sang me "Happy Birthday." <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. President, or I don't know. Marilyn Monroe. Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> so I talked him into getting his objective point. Nice. nice. That could have been a tie otherwise. I know. <laughs> but it, the, the actual, the that scenario with the plus five bonus to dispel was pretty huge for my, my demons. Because he was uh, rolling, he used to, he'd like roll one spell that I didn't really care about, but then he'd get the plus one. So he was plus five on his casting. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it was nice to even it up with a couple of Michael Jackson songs and Michael Jackson, you know, from Beyond the yeah. Grave to help me win <laughs> in this game of Warhammer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so the mustache, I brought my my clippers and got it all groomed up on Saturday morning, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so I, I hear Mister Mister Wagner thought I I won on pure pure handsomeness, not pure hairy. 
<laughs> the hair didn't have anything to do with it. The, the mustache didn't have anything to do with it. No, yeah. no he, he said That's it was, how, looked pretty good, but... That's how Tupper won last year. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> somehow. Pure handsomeness with no mustache. Big beard. Beard? Okay. Yeah, that was pretty fun to win the mustache contest. So I, was, I was pretty happy with that award. It was a pretty cool, cool block of wood. What were the prize last year? I can't remember. You were uh, handsomely her suit. Yeah, handsomely her suit is what I won. Yeah. Uh, the prizes were like little, little knickknacks that the bear had bought on eBay and found. Oh, okay. Like a pair of boxing gloves, and <laughs> you made they were in the past, right? Yeah, in the huh? past there were little things that you got, right, bear? Yeah. Well, I got sick of having to search for older stranger things every year. Theme vaguely themed to each award, so I decided to make trophies or plaque-type things with a big rusty mustache, metal mustache on it, and a little brass plaque. (laughs) Yep. Is that sitting on your desk now, Ryan? At at work? Uh, I wish I had to send it home with Michael because I couldn't take it on the airplane with me. Uh, it's probably sitting on his desk at work. Son of a yeah. bitch. He's probably, he's probably <laughs> claiming it. Yeah. <laughs> I would, but no one would fucking believe that. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Saturday night, did you play any games or anything? Or uh, for the most part, I got blitzed. Just drank and watched other people play games. Uh, <laughs> Michael and I played a game of uh, Summoner Wars. I don't know if you guys ever played that. No, I think I, I watched you a little bit. It's got like the little grid and you put out mm-hmm. the cards and stuff, right? Yeah, it's a pretty fun game. You have like basically the basic premise of the game is you have a summoner that brings out more and more troops and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're limited. You only, your deck, you only get to go through your deck once. So once you're out of your deck, you're just with whatever you have left. And, you, mm-hmm. and your summoner, the, the goal of the game is to destroy the other person's summoner. And that's when the game ends. But it's pretty fun because you can throw up throw up uh, walls and every every army's got a unique um abilities and stuff so yeah so like it's well it kind of looks similar to magic but then where you place the cards on the mat affected how how they were used Is that yeah so the, right? the grid the grid was because each model each model or basic model can move two spaces and each model you can only move three models and attack with three um and you can only summon them against your own walls. So okay. your your opponent could potentially block your summoning um, if it, around your wall, but eventually you'll be able to draw more more walls to put out. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, okay. it's a pretty fun game. It goes pretty quickly and there's a lot of there's a lot of variety. Um, who won? Uh, I believe Michael ended up winning. I I was up the whole game. Like I was surrounded <laughs> summoner and he was magic to get things out and eventually I ran through my cards and he just kept bringing more stuff out and I couldn't, <laughs> get, couldn't get to a summoner so you know it was a fun game though and then yeah Saturday night I turned into a little fuzzy <laughs> but I know, we, I know uh, we closed down the bar you yeah. know, I had like a $100 bar tab close out your tab yeah <laughs> that's a pretty cheap tab come on <laughs> yeah that'd be for as much as we drank it was pretty yeah. cheap <laughs> in the city that's like 10 drinks yeah or Vegas, oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens at Wapaka stays at Wapaka. Yeah, let's not get into the, the, the details of it. Yep. We have a identity to protect. All we know <laughs> is that there was a, there was a, 
a dent on the Heine Hammer the next the club award. <laughs> we do know where it came from. <laughs> Bear, I need you to stop this line of inquiry. My client does not have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> you object. Yeah, so it was a fun night, though. We'll say that. As, as that it always is, I want back in. <laughs> Johnny went through a post pack of depression. I did. <laughs> when he was making the video, I assume. <laughs> I was so sad because we had so much fun and now it was over. It <laughs> <laughs> was a really weird scenario. Then all I wanted to do was watch the videos that I made because it was so much fun. Like call in from work for the next week and just sit home and cry. Sit at home, yeah. Rent out the ale house. <laughs> Setting it all up. Hey, somebody apparently called the ale house the day after asking about renting it for like a tournament uh no that was me oh that was you i wanted to know the square footage but then i didn't want to be a dick so i pretended like i was interested oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was you. <laughs> no next year i'm gonna rent the room before you guess what raj podge is in the winter and it's the same weekend as what well, we house i don't know what you're gonna do bear actually we're in the third weekend of January next year again because some asshole booked his wedding that ah what a uh, dick was that you bear no <laughs> oh, mine's oh. in September but I hope the package will make <laughs> quick break bitches Going into day two, Ryan. Doing not so hot. Did you make it to the about my time? tournament story? But. How did you get up? Uh, I think I was woke up by one of my 
um, hotel room roommates, ah, which so was nice. nice of them. They wanted to hide Amber, so they had to wake me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was a selfish reason, I'm sure. How are you feeling? Um, about uh, your chances of tournament victory. Well, dis- despite the fact that I had done well in three games, I still wasn't feeling that good because I had. I remember Saturday night, I spent probably four different times I went over to look at his arm, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I was despairing. I was despairing. Mm-hmm. So I'd just gotten slaughtered by ogres, and I wasn't <laughs> ready for it to happen again. <laughs> but I went found Conesy for some Advil, and <laughs> after that, I just started chugging some water and went to the game. So what was... It was Grant, right? Yep. So you got his list? Yeah, I got his list. He was... Rocking the uh, the corn ogres, the red skin ones. I, I really like that look. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of red on the table game four. But he had uh, Slaughtermaster with uh, Talisman of Preservation, uh, Magic Weapon, Biting Blade, and a scroll. And he had a Butcher with the Hellheart. So he had, what is that, 75 points of items that weren't going to do anything against me. Nice. His Butcher was... right there. Yeah, there's Lord of, the Be- Lord of Beasts. And he had a Bruiser Standard... Standard bear with fencer blades. He also had a thunder tusk, which I was not looking forward to because it really. That, I mean, that was that was a big point of the game was just making all my guys strike last. Mm-hmm. And then he had three saber saber tusks, uh, a unit of iron guts, and a unit of mornfang, four of them, and then a unit of ogres. So two two units of nine ogres, one iron guts, one regular ogres. So in this game, I I charged into his slaughtermasters uh, and butchers unit and afraid that he didn't have the Chronic Command, which I was happy when he tried to cast the Stubborn spell the turn before, so that's ah, why. I, uh, so I, and I wasn't sure if he was like trying to fool me or what, but I was like, well, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta try it. So he, he, he cast it, and I, and, I, and I dispelled it. That was the one I dispelled, but he did get uh, the plus one toughness, I think, off is what he got off. But I did make the charge and was able to do enough wounds the charge, the BSB, and everything to break that unit with the negative two leadership banner, and I was able to run it down. So there goes his level four. Wow. Level one was in there. So that's big. See so the crown. Wow. And uh, close enough proximity to both the ogre, the other ogre block, and the saber and the thunder tusk that they both had to take panic checks, mm-hmm. and they were within twelve inches of my banner. Two panic two- checks at a minus two. For his big ogres and his slender tusk. Yeah, and his his BSB was actually in the the slaughtermaster's unit because he didn't get rerolls. So I think it was his butcher was in the other small the unit. So we just like scatter. Yeah, and they both failed. Thunder tusk failed. Almost went off the board. Did not rally. Went off the board the next turn. Mm -hmm. Bulls were able to rally, but when they rallied, I was sitting there facing them with my big block again. Mm -hmm. And basically. in this game, on my freeze, Mister redirected the Mornfang, and then I redirected him again with my flesh hounds, and then I redirected him again <laughs> with with my small unit of blood letters. So they were way across the board um, on my right flank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this game uh, was all about getting table corners. So towards the end of the game, all he had left was the the Mornfang with the standard. Okay. And so I had his two table corners, and he had one of mine. So he was able to get three points because that was the objective was deploy your deploy your objective and get at least one or lose by one I think maybe was yeah if you were only lost by one that that was the minor uh, loss 
So right. So yep. I so, three. Yeah. So this, this in this in this game, Grant Grant conceded. I think on turn two, maybe or three, after I took out his slaughtermaster and everything panicked. Mm-hmm. He just said, "All right, that's game." And I I was like, "I don't know. It's about fortitude and getting and getting uh, table quarters." So I'm like, "I think he could still maybe get one." So, yeah, no, no. And he just and he was trying to he was trying to quit. But I was like. Uh, I need to focus on this game, otherwise my hangover is gonna really hurt. <laughs> so, so I talked him into to playing. So he turned out, and he he his Mornfang did take a table quarters. Cool, so beasting strategy there. there. <laughs> yep. So I was able to get uh, four points there again, and so I was sitting at fifteen out of sixteen points going into uh, the final round. Badass. So who was your final matchup? My final matchup was Kurt Gedgen. Who yes. was playing Lizards, and, and he had gotten all 16 out of 16 points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was a little worried going to this, mm-hmm. especially since he had a slon with life magic <laughs> and some big blocks. This one was about just straight victory point differential, I think, right? So yeah, like, with, yeah. Uh, you could capture table quarters for 100 VPs each, That's right. and banners yep. were worth 100 each. Right. So in this game, uh, we both kind of... Well, I guess he kind of sat back for a couple okay. turns. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, go over his list quick. Yeah, you can go over it because I don't, I don't have his list. Okay. He just has Slam Mage, Priest, Cupped Hands, uh, Lore Master, Life, a couple other things. 50 Saurus, one big block yeah. with spears and shields. Damn. Uh, two, two units <laughs> of eight Chameleon Skinks, 23 Temple Guard with plus D6 inch charge banner, and two, two packs of Salamanders. So that's what he had. Yep. In a lot of previous games with my big block of bloodletters, the salamanders can just eat them alive. So mm-hmm. I did focus a lot of attention on those early. Like I sent flesh hounds after them on both sides, demon prints on the other side, and blood crushers on the right side. So I was I was focusing on taking them out and making sure they didn't get any shots at my bloodletter. I think he, he did get one shot um, off on them and didn't kill that many one uh, because he's kind of long range. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I was able to get him with my Demon Prince. So I, I was able to take up all this chaff. And in the center, where my big block with BSB and Skull Taker were, was sitting, we were kind of in a standoff. So the first, the first turn, I moved up, so I was 13 inches from him, so he, he couldn't he couldn't declare a charge. Because so I was like, I just don't even want to deal with it. I don't want you to get the charge off right now. Mm-hmm. Well, the next turn, I was like, well, screw it. I'll give him, I'll give him a 12-inch charge if he wants to try it. Because I gave him 16 inches away. Because uh-huh. he's only moved four movement. And like I wasn't even I was just assuming he wouldn't even go for it. He'd just sit there and you know try to cast dwellers. Oh yeah, he did get a dwellers off of my blood litter unit. But I think I only lost like three guys. Strength five, yeah. Passed. Yeah, both my characters were which were uh passed, which was <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was a little scary, even though I was six. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh crap. But yeah, they passed. And so I gave him that twelve inch charge and he took it with his Temple Guard and Salon unit. Mm-hmm. Charged it. I'm like, what is going on? Well, here, yeah, he had the D6 banner. And I'm like, wait, that's a demon item. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I just don't know how many lizards take that, I guess, maybe. I don't know if I've ever seen it before. But yeah, he, he did that. He rolled like a 7 or 8 for his charge, was all. So he was still 4. He needed a 4 on his D6 and rolled a 1. So he failed the charge. Oh. Then he used the reroll. Oh. He got, his, got it with a reroll. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so he got the charge off, and I was, I mean, I. My stuff wasn't in a position to be able to support at uh-huh. all. Uh-huh. So I was like, this isn't good. 
blood I mean, like I, hands I felt, down. I felt good about it, but then he, it was all about this magic phase. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the magic phase, he rolled up a pretty big amount of dice. Um, I think it was like a four and a four or four and a three, and he channeled one or something. So he had, I think he had eight dice. And so I let Throne of Vines get off. And I know, like, I was thinking, I thought about this because I could have dispelled Throne of Vines, and I was thinking, you know, I really don't want it to be plus four toughness, but I also don't want it to be plus two toughness. I don't even want to deal with toughness six. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, what are my chances? And so he, he got, I let him get Throne of Vines off. I think he had six, or six dice left. And I was thinking he was going to throw them all, which didn't. He ended up keeping a couple, I believe. So I think he rolled mm-hmm. four and got it off on like 20-something. And so I had uh, four flesh dice. Stone. Like, um, yeah, flesh to stone. Yep, the plus four toughness. So even with strength five and six, toughness eight, I'd be wounded on sixes. And mm-hmm. probably wouldn't go well for me. But mm-hmm. he rolled it, didn't he? Irresistible. Irresistible. And I went four dice on it, and I double sixed it. Uh, so, yeah, it's no, pretty much your only shot, yeah. Yep, so no plus toughness. He's going to be toughness four. And at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to kill these guys. <laughs> but then, he, so then he, he's like, oh, I got, I can get regen, though. Well, then he got regen off. But, of mm-hmm. course, first Skulltaker goes before he anybody goes first, else. yeah. And he just he fought with it. So he lost his regen. So... So yeah, I mean, he was he was he nigh unbreakable with his Slon's leadership, cold blooded and stubborn. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I mean, eventually his his other big block of fifty was so far away because they made that sixteen inch charge that it took him two turns to even get close enough to declare a charge with them. By that time, I'd whittled the unit down to almost nothing. Then did did you get your um, other units in with the Temple Guard, or was this the Temple Guard straight up versus the was, Blood Letters? It was this Temple Guard versus the Blood Letters for a full turn and a half, I believe. Um, and then this, then I was finally able to get my Blood Crushers into their flank. Okay. And did a few more wounds, and I think that finished off the Temple Guard. Yeah, because you got to kill every single one of them. Yep. And then the. Um, source block charged the flank of the blood crushers and beat them and destroyed them. Then um, his, I can't remember if he overrun or overran or maybe it took a couple turns to finally get through him, but mm-hmm. he did finally face up against my big block and I'd gotten a ton of victory points already because I'd taken out both units of salamanders, both units of camos um, and pretty much everything else. So he, so at the end of the game I decided, you know, hey, I'm not even going to send in my unit after him because that's spears and a gazillion attacks. So mm-hmm. I actually backed up with the de- corn demons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first time I'll, I'll, I'll tournament. But he did end up charging in. But, I mean, without the life magic and stuff, and even with a bunch of attacks, I was able to, to work him pretty good and actually ended up breaking that unit and beating it too, so, taking it down. Um, so. did, you, did you kill the slan? Or did you did he break uh, the he, he broke. He broke, and then I... Okay. Um, it ended up happening where I killed all the temple guard Okay. Or no, he actually had to accept the challenge with, with Skulltaker. I thought I walked past Skull and the Slan was in the challenge with Skulltaker. Yep, that's true. That's right. He wasn't in the challenge. But I never killed him until he broke and he just auto-died. Skulltaker got a couple of killing blows off, but... Or plus Ward. Chill the old ones, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so finished the tournament with another four-point victory. 19 out of 20 battle points. Yeah. So, yeah, and I was I was pretty pumped because I, I had looked at the scores beforehand and nobody else had a 15. So... Mm-hmm. I knew I was sitting sitting alone at the top for battle points. Yep, you had the the highest battle points at nineteen, and there was four eighteens underneath you. So, <laughs> yep, did very very yeah, well. I remember Kurt and I were talking about um, 
what the tiebreaker was going to be for best general because he was like, well, even if a 14 person gets four, at least I'll be in a tie for second. And he was like thinking, you might win a best, best overall, and then maybe I can get best general. <laughs> so I remember <laughs> we had that conversation. There. So I had your paint score was, I think it was a 17. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. So that's the highest you can get without player's choice votes or being a man of intrigue vote or being labeled the best army there. So that was good. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering how that all broke down. So let me let me see if you got any sports votes. I ended up with. I think you got one. one. Yeah, I think you got a sport vote too. Yeah, and that puts you over put you over the top of the other team. Yeah, that that one. Whoever voted for me best game, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one, yeah, that got it. That got me over the top, over mm-hmm. Stenson for sure. Um, yeah, so and salmon. Yes, and Adam Salmon. Yeah, so so yeah, you got the overall, got the crown, strong crown performance, boosted yep. up the twisted troop to unparalleled <laughs> heights. Yeah, you carried their fucking weight, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. Let me see, Kent. Yeah, he's a few points down. Michael's yeah, I know, I know. I know. I did talk to Kent about his last game, and he was so preoccupied with getting table quarters. He was like, he had like, he had like all corn warriors, uh-huh. and so he was like so preoccupied with like making sure he got table quarters for victory points that he didn't even just like extra hundred. <laughs> yeah, like, I know I can like, get these hundred points. I'm sitting pretty good. Yeah, he's like, I'm not sure what I was thinking. I'm so pissed at myself. <laughs> he like called me on my way into the airport. He's like, Oh my god. Just driving home. I'm just so pissed right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So best overall I'm first. Best overall. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. So did you get to wear the crown home? Get that on the plane. No. <laughs> the sharp no, edges. Figured that would be construed as a, a weapon of destruction or something. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I, know. I had to send that, send that home with the, uh, Michael as well. So. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool that it was a crown for a demon prince, and I had a demon prince in my army. <laughs> yeah. No one was no warriors of chaos one. Yeah, so you'll be inspired the bear to do some more corn-themed badassness for next time. Yep. Now, are you yeah. be back from Kansas City by the time next Wapaka rolls around? Uh, I will probably be somewhere else in the country. I don't know yet where... Cause I'm, cause yeah, I'm, I'm doing training down here. It's till the end of March that I get, get a full, full position, and it could be pretty much any big city in the U.S. So who knows? Okay. Maybe it'll be Wapaka, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> there is, a, there is a Milwaukee spot. I know. Nice. So you never, you never know. I could be, I could be coming to Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. So have you been inspired to? I mean. Work on any other Warhammer stuff? Well, then, oh yeah, you must have a lot yeah, of free time. Is that right? Yeah, I do have. A, I do have quite a bit of free time because uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't have like my family's not here, and I don't. You know, I don't, I, uh, other than you know work associates, I don't really have other friends. But I know there's a cool game store I found down here that's only like seven minutes from my where I'm living. It's called Tabletop, and I I did um, have a tournament in Des Moines that a couple guys came up with. So I've Played some games there with some friends, and I'm actually hosting a tournament there this Saturday. Cool. So that should be fun. So do you want to – are you working on more, more high elves or you want to spill the Oh, uh, no. I put the high elves on hold for now. I actually – after – I was really inspired by uh, Fanoof's dwarfs. Dwarfs? Oh, that was really yeah. cool. 
So I've, my original, my first ever army was dwarfs. That's what I started when I was back at middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. Never, ever finished them. Like, I have, like, two units fully painted. I think when I first hit the tournament scene in, at Adepticon in 2009, they were like, they're all black, <laughs> they're armor painted, <laughs> and, like, green clothing. Yeah, so I had, I was, that was, that was a rude awakening, though, what the, what some people's, what an army could look like. like. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, I worked my ass off to get my high ready for Adepticon the next year, but, yeah, so I want to go back and I want to, I want to finish them up and, and redo them. So I actually just bought a, I don't didn't have like any great weapon guys. I used to run them all up in shield. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I, have to, I bought a, I bought another box and built a sixteen great weapon guys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work on them as I finish up my next four hundred points for Blood in the Sun of Demons and be ready for that. So cool. So get Blood in the Sun. You're gonna do Adepticon again or no? No, I I can't make Adepticon this year. <laughs> I it, the tough thing for me is I I might I'm gonna be moving somewhere else in the country and. Mm-hmm. moving out of my house because my wife will be moving with me then and well that's about it thanks for taking the time to talk with us about yeah, your games and your on. list and and thanks yeah. for the tournament that was, it was, it's a lot of fun every year I, it's one of the ones I look forward to so cool. you can expect yeah. to see me again next year, even if I have to come from Cali <laughs> nice come on I'm coming to Wisconsin in January from Cali um, <laughs> oh yeah I know what this is all about so yeah thanks for having me on it was, it was a great tournament a lot of fun okay love cool. me some spotty cow I get it's dangerous <laughs> you don't have to tell us about it yeah. <laughs> I did go to I was gonna say I was gonna tell you Johnny I was in Vegas and there's a, a PBR bar across the street from where I was staying and they served oh. they served PBR they had on tap and I was so yeah, I thought of you while I was in Vegas, and I was like, "What am I doing? <laughs> Get some PBR because it was the cheapest they had, <laughs> and the best." <laughs> right? Yep. Not I, great. I forgot to mention that, but, but pretty, pretty decent. No, yeah. Pretty... <laughs> hey man, team stings. You wanna? Sorry. My ball. <laughs> All right, that was Ryan. Yeah, I hope you, you enjoyed uh, listening to that. So. Um, I contacted some of the other award winners and uh, a few other folks besides, so this is probably the first of a series of interviews we'll be having. Uh, Quality into the might cast. get a little better on some of them. <laughs> might get a little worse. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to fucking know what it's like to be a winner, you just got to experience it with Ryan Nickel. <laughs> winner on, on every category of winning this. We could only dream of... Being as winning he's, as he's him. He's the Charlie Sheen of Warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> All right. You guys got anything else? We're going to wrap this motherfucker. Wrap it. All right. Chupa mis huevos. <laughs> That's my bees. Suck my balls. Why I am stunned. You caught me by surprise. With salt and run. You are details
Watching in your brains Obsessively So this one was all of the above. You guys all suck equally. <laughs> <laughs>